Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Ford Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. And oh my goodness, we've got somebody coming from what I call God's country, Santa Barbara, California. We were chatting before we started the show. She's delightful. She's just effervescent. And she's just so special. Welcome to the show, Kelsey Foremost. How are you doing, Kelsey? Thank you so much, Jerry. Oh, my goodness. I love that you call yourself the evangelist of branding because for years I've said I'm an evangelist for copywriting. So I feel like you and I are going to get along like peas and carrots. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, so tell us what you do. Tell us about your company. Thank you. Yes, I'm the founder of Magic Words Copywriting. And my job is I help entrepreneurs and businesses write words that sell without sounding salesy. My specialty is emotion-driven copywriting. And the reason that I really dove into that is because human beings make decisions based on emotion. And a lot of copywriting that I saw in the industry, especially in B2B or large brands, large corporations, it really was missing that human touch, that element of personal emotion-driven storytelling. And so my specialty is I help people infuse that into their copy in such a way that it doesn't come across as a sales tactic. You are connecting with people who already have a problem that you already solve. Oh my God, this is a divine connection here because I'm all about emotional-based branding, and especially when it carries over to our content and our messaging. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is awesome. So tell us about your story, your journey. How did you how did you end up doing this? So my story is very fun. Everybody, when they learn this about me, <laughs> I have it kind of makes people chuckle and uh, get interested. I was a professional actress and a screenwriter for over ten years. And I was, on paper, very successful. I was on television. I had roles on shows like Modern Family, New Girl, Days of Our Lives. I was in a movie with Zac Efron. I had it. I had it all on paper. Um, And it was when I got the dream job of a regular role on an Emmy-winning Netflix series where I got to create the character from the ground up and, and any actor's dream. And I still wasn't happy. And I thought there's like, I've been pursuing this for so long that I kind of lost sight of why I was pursuing this path. And so I got really honest with myself and through a lot of watching Ted talks on YouTube and crying on the bathroom floor and figuring out what made me happy. What I found was that the reason I was drawn to acting and screenwriting was I loved sharing stories. I loved that personal connection piece. And what I learned 
as a screenwriter in particular, was that stories are not just incredibly powerful as a uh, connection point, but they're incredibly powerful for memory. We remember stories better than we remember anything else. And so what I pivoted towards was copywriting, but I saw a need in the industry at the time when I founded my company in 2018. At that time, it was very much like about conversions and math and uh, 10x this and, you know, felt like used car salesman BS, frankly. And I was like, what if I took the storytelling elements of screenwriting and the business principles of copywriting and made something new. And so that is how I started my company, Magic Words Copywriting. And it's still the principle that I live by today. Now, let me ask you this. As you know, in branding, there's a lot of layers, a lot of Easter eggs, right? You've got some Mm -hmm. people who do visual branding, the designer types, you have someone who does the storytelling, uh, then you have promotional products and social media branding, website branding. Then there's people like me who is a brand strategist. Educate our our audience on the different aspects of copywriting because what you were just alluding to, which is great, is about the story. But then you have sales copy, right? And then you have content creation. So can you kind of demystify all of that and then tell us where you fit in? Where do you excel? Where What is your sweet spot? Absolutely. So for anyone who doesn't know, I'm just going to define copy and copywriting. So copy is anywhere there are words that represent you, your brand, your product, your business. It's basically words for business. Copywriting isn't just writing. It is writing that makes people take action. It is moving your customer towards a desired action. And the way that we do that is by inciting emotion, speaking to pain points, anywhere that there are words that represent you, your brand, or your business, and ending with a call to action that moves people down the funnel in your business. So let's look at what that might, how that might actually show up for you. Your website is the biggest, most obvious piece of this puzzle. You got a lot of words on your website, but you don't want somebody to just land on your website and think, oh, this is a pretty website, and then kind of click away. You want somebody to immediately know who you are, what you do, whether they are your ideal customer or not, and how you are different from the competition. Then you want them to take an action after they learn that, whether that is signing up for an email list, buying a product booking a consultation, you want your copy to very clearly and accurately represent you to the world to the point where people are going, oh my God, no brainer, take my money, no brainer. And the storytelling piece comes in because the tone of voice that you speak to people, whether it's on the page, in a video, on a podcast, on social media, the tone with which you communicate really matters almost as much as the actual words you're using. So copywriting really is that balance. It's the art of the brand and the science of the language that moves people towards that desired action. 
Okay, so you do sales copy kind of stuff, right? In terms of, and and, and tell me if I'm off base here. No, please. Perhaps is right. Email copy, right? For email mm -hmm. automated sequencing. Mm -hmm. It might be for describing a course or a program mm -hmm. or a mastermind. It might be for whatever blog post or whatever someone wants to, like you said, take some action as a result of what it is that that person is putting out there. You can do it all. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that's what's so important to note is that you can't escape copy or anything. I think that it's one of the most um, underappreciated pieces of running a business. And the nerdy statistic is that businesses that invest in copywriting see 300% more conversions than businesses that don't. So that's a, that's triple the conversions, triple the profits. So three X immediately. And that's just, you know, the bottom of the barrel. There's so many places that words show up in your business and many, many people don't take the time to refine the way that they speak, <laughs> refine those words to make it clear to your ideal audience, your ideal customer, this is what you do next. This is how we can help you. This is how you can pay us to solve your problem. Wow, wow, wow. So tell us about your target audience. Is there a particular type of company that you work with, the size of the company? Are they manufacturers or service providers or retail businesses? Give us some idea of your ideal client who you typically work So I have worked with multi-million dollar companies in tech and entertainment, and I've worked with small business owners who are just starting out creating a new service-based product. Okay. I would say that currently my ideal customer is a small team who has a mission-driven business, whether that's a product, whether that's SaaS, whether that's service-based. I love working with smaller companies who really believe in something because those are the people who I find I can really help them differentiate. If it's somebody who wants to fit in with you know, the other fish in the sea, if it's somebody who um, maybe is a little bit more generic, it's harder. Like it's still absolutely possible to work with those clients. But if I, if I had my druthers, if I got to pick and choose, I love a mission driven business. Yeah. Same here. I, that's what I focus on as well. Mm. Because I'm a big believer in being purpose driven, mission driven, and not money driven. That's for sure. Yeah, well, so, isn't it interesting that the purpose and the mission usually drives the money? There you go. Come on, <laughs> All right, so they could be solopreneurs. They could be companies that are doing, I don't know, a million, five million a year. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, what do you charge? Because I know for a lot of people, in my experience, when they hear about working with copywriters, you know, there's this, there's a reputation. If you want to make money, if you're a copywriter, you, you'll do well. Okay. I mean, I've, I've, I've known of copywriters who are like, holy cow. I mean, they do quite well. So if you just share what your rates are typically. Yeah, absolutely. So there are two ways that I normally work. One is by project and one is sort of an hourly basis, like more consultations. Because a lot of times what I have found is that 
people really need that consultation piece to really refine I mean, your work, Jerry, the the brand, what what are we even trying to say? What are we trying to communicate? It's often can get quite emotional. So um, there is the done with you services. And I typically charge around 500 for one of those sessions. And then for something like a website or a sales page, it starts around $2,500. And then I go up from there, depending on how many pages are needed. And something that I really, that is important to my mission is that I don't just write it and leave. I really try to include an element of educating whomever I work with. How do you continue to write in this voice? Because if I write your copy and it doesn't actually sound like you, or you don't have the tools to be able to edit it, then to me, I haven't done my job. My job is I want business owners to feel confident that A, they are accurately represented in the world with my work, but B, that they can still show up as themselves eloquently and with confidence. Okay. Okay. And that includes email as well, as I mentioned earlier in terms of the sequence. Emails. Emails are kind of a different animal. Usually I'll focus on a sequence of some kind. I don't do ongoing newsletter support anymore, but I will help with a nurture sequence, a launch sequence, a welcome sequence, um, helping you write a lead magnet that accurately will magnetize people to you, that kind of thing. So a nurture sequence, that's good to hear because a lot of people, especially especially this time of year, they wanna they wanna nurture their existing client base and get ready and jumpstart the new year. Yes. Um when you do that, because I, I met one copywriter who says, Well, I do nurture email sequencing, and usually it's like a batch. Okay, I'll come up with you know, he'll write 10 emails or something. I mean, you do it the same way, you come up with a number and then you attach a figure to it. Correct. So it really depends on what it is that you are nurturing people towards and what you are using as the lead magnet. How long, if it's a very high touch, high cost product or service, then that nurture sequence is going to be much longer. That's going to be at least 10 emails. Um, If it is something that's like a quick, you know, digital download that you just want them on your mailing list, you just want them to know who you are and you're not necessarily trying to go for a sale, then that's going to be much shorter, like maybe five. The point is that um, email marketing, God, I I could do an entire episode about email marketing because it is absolutely, yes, because absolutely the best way to communicate with customers, whether they are already existing customers or people who haven't yet paid you, email is the absolute most, <laughs> the most, um, it's the most likely way that you will nurture someone towards not only a sale, but ongoing support. It is the way that you stay top of mind for people for when they are ready for a purchase. It is the way that you help people understand any new updates to your brand or your business over time. Um, It gives you clout. People also are expecting to be sold to in an email versus somewhere like social media where they're going for entertainment um, or at a conference where they're going to get knowledge. 
Um, their message is six times more likely to be seen in an inbox than it is on Instagram or TikTok. Um, they're for the ROI of email is insane. For every one dollar spent on email, you get an estimated forty-four dollars in return. There's so many reasons to love email. And again, it's a really neglected area because a lot of people just have this writer's block where they're like, I don't know what to say and I don't know how often to say it. So that's something that I really love talking about. Oh, oh yeah. And I tell you, it's um, it's so overlooked, just like you said, because, oh my God, there, there are so many entrepreneurs now, especially those who offer expertise services of any sort, which is my sweet spot, by the way, hmm. where they have bought into some marketing pitch that all you need is an offer, a landing page, and, uh, you know, a, 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 a good message of some sort. Yeah. And to your point, you've got to connect it with something, right? So do you help people find their, you mentioned the word funnel earlier. Do you help people come up with their funnel offer and all of that as well and tie into emails and everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, because one of the biggest mistakes that I see is people have a boring lead magnet or they have a lead magnet that actually isn't very related to their paid offer. Like they made something on Canva a year and a half ago, two years ago, and it's just sort of running and they're like, well, I have a lead magnet. Instead yeah. of, or they ha- they have a white paper which nobody reads, or they have an ebook like we see ebook, we run for the hills in 2023. There's, <laughs> you know, like there's there are not just actual content of the lead magnet, but way to communicate the value of the lead magnet, and also not over communicating in a lead magnet. The lead magnet needs to be an appetizer. You want to get their juices flowing. You want them to be excited about, oh, here's a taste of what it's like to work with Jerry. And then you nurture them in the email sequence after they download this lead magnet. And you're either nurturing them towards a larger ticket sale, or you're nurturing them towards booking a consultation or a sales call or discovery call, or you're nurturing them towards "Eh, buy this, you know, $150 course. And it's not a big lift. There's so many different Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay, and then you can just utilize whatever your uh, your, your uh, platform is, Keep or Kajabi or Customer Hub, in terms of getting those emails out. I know there's a bunch of them now. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there are so many great email service providers. It's honestly an embarrassment of riches. I think a lot of people just get you know, really, yeah. yeah, just deer in the headlights, decision fatigue. Um, I use Kajabi myself because I run my whole product suite on Kajabi and I like being able to see who owns what when I send emails because relevance to the customer is of paramount importance to me. I don't want to send an email to somebody about a product they already own. I don't want to bother people if they said they only were interested in one aspect of my business. Um, you know, but I'm a copywriter and I like getting in the weeds of that stuff. There's so many, um, there's so many email service providers that have so many bells and whistles. <laughs> Breath of fresh air, because first of all, I don't do any of what you do. And uh, you mentioned corporate America. My background is P&G, Procter & Gamble. I was one of oh, those- wow. The most, the most. 
was one of those big branding, strategic branding, brand management guys, growing laundry brands. Okay, I'm, a, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. And so the work that I do uh, precedes what you do in terms of all that foundational core branding work. But then it's got to be built out yeah. and messaged the same way. And uh, you are a breath of fresh air because I've been looking for someone like you. And this is amazing that you ended up on my show because I You're can right. find those people. Um, I get all types of every, every week I get bombarded over my production crew with people who want to get on the show. And I typically avoid marketing people because all they want to do is come on here and sell something. But with you, I looked at your eyes. Well, I'll use myself as an example then, right? I am, I mean, if we were on a discovery call or a consultation call, it's like dating. You don't want to go on a second date with the desperate person. You are much more attracted to spending more time with someone who is confident about who they already are. And I already know this is the problem that I solve. And if you happen to have that problem, then no brainer, I can help you. It comes back to that no brainerness, right? And so often there's that kind of underbelly of desperation with a lot of marketing and sales speak. And human beings, again, we make those decisions based on emotion. When our alarm bells go off, like, ugh, I'm being sold to, then we check out and we don't, we don't want that in our lives. But if we already have a problem and someone is like, oh yeah, not only do I solve that problem, I solve it really well. I solve it better than my competition. And here's another thing that you haven't even thought about yet that I can help you with. And then they're like, oh, oh my God. Yes. Thank God I found you. <laughs> now you had mentioned for yourself and and she, and for our listeners and viewers, this is a buzzword she threw out. And she was referencing herself. She has a product suite. Okay. Which I just, I called that. I called that. Okay. So <laughs> a lot of people don't have product suites. What is your consist of? So people get an idea of what that means. Great question, Jerry. So the way that I structured my business at first was I was just a hundred percent one-on-one freelance copywriting work and I burnt out real quick. And what I figured out was there are only so many hours in the day. I was having to raise my prices and raise my prices and raise my prices to get, you know, to be able to keep people in my calendar. I was super overwhelmed and I thought I need to figure out how to do a one-to-many product or a one-to-many service because a lot of the people who are coming to me are coming to me over and over and over because they don't understand that copywriting is a consistent skill that you can learn and repeat. And every time they need to write an email, they're freaking out and they're coming to me being like, Kelsey, can you write my newsletter? And I was getting burnt out and they were getting frustrated and they were just like, I mean, it was great for my wallet, but it didn't feel good to me ethically. And so I really made a big decision in 2020 before the pandemic, which my God, the timing, I made a decision that I wanted to create a signature program, a digital course, I've called it copy class that teaches, especially solopreneurs who may not have $5,000 to give a copywriter to write their website, Um, give them the tools, just the basics, the most valuable information on how to write their own high converting copy. And I launched that in 2020, which again, the timing, can you believe? 
And I have almost 8,000 people in that course, which, you know, was amazing. Amazing. And it told me, wow, this is really something that people need. This is really something that people are feeling not very confident about. And once they take this, my goal is that they feel that confidence when they sit down, they know exactly how to write about themselves and their business. That was the first product in the product suite that was not just my time. And over the last few years, I have expanded that to include things like email template downloads, um, paid trainings, mini courses. So you know, you grow that product suite over time based on what are the needs that I'm seeing in my existing customer pool that I can answer more specifically and more specifically and more specifically. And it keeps people coming back. It's repeat business. It's recurring revenue. Um, and it also has grown people into huge brand advocates for me without me having to do much marketing, to be honest. I've never paid for an ad in my life. And those are do uh, do yourself, do it yourself, DIYs. Type yeah, stuff. yeah, exactly. And I do also have a membership that launched this year that is called BYOB, Build Your Own Business. And that is like a, a monthly, we focus on one needle moving aspect of building a small business every month. It's really for the newer solopreneur who is looking okay. for just actionable guidance. Someone who's like, I know that there's 17 million hats that I have to wear. Let's just focus on one hat and get it off my plate every month. The reason I ask that is because um, so many people, I can see people going through your product suite, which I think, by the way, is bravo, bravo to you. But then Thank they you. want your eyes on. They want to know, did I do this right? I mean, yeah. do you offer that service where they can I buy do. some of your time? Or how does that I work? do. Yes. So my services page is organized into three categories, done for you, done with you, and DIY. The done for you is what we were describing earlier. Like I take care of everything and I deliver your copy to you done, dusted, and profitable. The done with you is for exactly what you're describing. Someone wants to be able to do this themselves, but they want my eyes on it, or they want to talk through an idea with me, or they want to write a sales page alongside me. They want to see it in action, see how I work, get my eyes on it, um, your words, which I love. And I love doing that work because it's both and it's teach Amanda fish, but then also like bait the hook for him, you know? <laughs> I'm a copywriter. I like a metaphor. <laughs> I can't help it. I love it. I can't help myself. <laughs> now with, with the D, DWI, are they doing that in a group setting or... Um, the membership is in a group setting, yes, but I also offer one-on-one consultation. Yeah, the done with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the okay as part of the done with you. Really. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. That's okay. right. All right. And uh, how much is your membership? Let people know. Sixty-seven dollars a month. It's super affordable. I keep it affordable on purpose. I love it. I love it. And then the third one, of course, is the DFI, you know, the DFW, DFY, do for you. That's just a one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The done for you is my premium product. I do it. It's, you know, it's a few grand, but it is worth it. I'm very good. And then the done with you is that mid, mid-tier offer. Yes. Yeah. I got, yeah. That allowed you to serve and reach so many people. And God bless you for that. Now, what really bugs you about 
the industry today, not copywriting. Mm -hmm. But when you look out at the small business marketplace and you see horrible content and stuff, what yeah. really bugs you? Is there bad intel these entrepreneurs are getting or what, 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 what are your thoughts around it? I can tell you immediately, it's shame-based marketing. I... Oh. I found all the things like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, hold on. One time, I was speaking at a virtual brand at a virtual event, and I said, "These are marketing predators." Yes. And this lady said, "No, they're not predators. They're bloodsuckers." <laughs> please, please. Oh my gosh, you're no. so you're so spot on. So, the way that I talk about this kind of in general is if you've ever seen anyone in an MLM, a multi-level marketing scheme, that is the most obvious use of shame-based marketing. They say, well, it's your fault that you are not successful in some way, right? They're not going to be that blatant about it, but they're going to needle you like the mean girl in the middle school cafeteria. They're going to make you doubt yourself. They're going to make you feel crappy about your work. They're going to make you feel less than because you don't have, you know, five figure months or a six figure year or whatever it is. And they're going to shame you into paying them to fix the problem rather than showing you how they can fix, they already have an answer to a problem and you go to them for support. That's that's marketing with integrity to me, right? I already help with this thing and I am ethically showing you how you can pay me to help you versus shaming someone, making them feel like crap about what they what they don't know First of all, like what they may or may not know, what they have or haven't done, what they do or don't make, how they look, how they show up on social media. Well, if you're not doing this thing, then you don't actually care about your business. Also with women in particular, I am on a soapbox, Jerry. So I, I know I'm on a soapbox, but in particular with women, there is shaming around time for your family that I find incredibly problematic. Like, well, do you want to make this much a month so that you can support your family and still have time for your kids to be a good mom and be everything to everybody. It is so messed up. If you feel shame after reading someone's sales pitch or hearing someone's sales pitch, or you're on a call and you feel like crap afterwards, do not give that person your money. Period. Right. Amen. I'm sweating. <laughs> I don't even drink a lot of water. No, but see, we're getting to the real nitty-gritty stuff here. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we're on the same page with this because I stay in my lane, which is, as I said, strategic branding. And when I look out into the branding universe, and for me, it's someone who tells a business owner, oh, all you need for your brand is a logo. <laughs> oh, you'll be, you're fine. A logo is all you need. Oh, you just need a good website. Yeah, oh, that's it. Oh yeah, you know, oh, this this some nice colors. Oh, you you'll be fine. Yeah. And people buy into that. I know. Because they don't know any better. And that's why it's so unethical. It's right? very unethical. It's it's Good predatory enough. behavior, as you said. Yeah. Your word. I yeah, love that. You know, 
parking people is even worse. All right, so for people who are loving this, how can they connect with you? What are your URLs, socials? How can people find you? Thank you for asking. The main way that people can find me is my website, which is kelseyformost.com. I have freebies at kelseyformost.com slash freebies if you want a taste of what it's like to work with me. And then I also hang out mostly on Instagram at kelsey.writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. And if you're a fan, sorry, go ahead. No Kelsey for people too. K E L S E Y. <laughs> yes. Right. Spell it, spell it the way that I spell it, not the way the man at Starbucks spelled it the other way, which was K-E-L hyphen the letter C. That really made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, I feel like a rapper. I feel like Kelsey from the block right now. This is great. Um, and then finally, if you are a podcast fan, I do also have a podcast. It's called Find Your Magic. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the things. And it really talks mostly about the intersection of mental health and business. So if you are at all wanting to explore how to stay sane while you build your brand, you build your business, that's pretty much all we talk about over in my corner of the internet. <laughs> Real quickly, what's your educational background? Just curious. I have a degree in theater from a small liberal arts school called Davidson College. And our big claim to fame is Steph Curry went there. And the fun fact is I did improv comedy with Steph when we were both at Davidson together. So that's like a a really random fun fact about me. (laughs) Oh my, and I bet he would remember you too. Maybe, maybe he's a little, he's a little big. He's a little hard to get a hold of. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I'm glad I asked that question. Something told me to ask you that. That's great. Oh, well, listen, fun. before we depart, is there anything else you would like to say to our audience? To pay attention to how you feel when you sit down to write something for your business. Do you feel nervous? Do you feel like you're verbal vomiting and over explaining yourself? Or do you feel really confident and really excited? That's great. But I really would love for people to pay attention. How do you feel when you sit down to talk about your business or write about your business? Because that's a really good indicator of whether or not you might need some help with crafting a message, but also like feeling like you are being seen and you are being heard in the echo chamber of the internet. I tell you, I can't think of a better way to end this conversation. (laughs) You are magical and you are special. Thank you, Jerry. That's so nice. I see why we got connected. So <laughs> thank you so much. That's really kind. Made my day. Yeah, yeah, this is good. All right. So listen to our viewers and to our listeners. Thank you for being here today. I, I know she's a rock star. She's in a class of her own, but check her out online and don't burden yourself with trying to find the words. That's why you have someone like herself. And mentioned a membership site, check that out. That's a very affordable way, everybody, to access her genius, okay? So step into that. So until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Brandon Evangelist, signing off. Take care.
Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply, and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandFordLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff, make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. (laughs) So your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.